Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Ephraimites and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reinbold, and this is the House of Ephraim show today. We do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbold. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Decker. Let me give the Torah blessing. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kedeshinu B'Mitzvotah V'Tizvenu La'asuk B'Davri Torah Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Be'kar Be'no Ha'amem V'Nantan Lenu Et Turatu Baruch Atah Adonai Noten HaTorah Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to be occupied with the issues of Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from among all peoples and given us his Torah. Blessed are you, Lord, the giver of Torah. And everybody said amen. Amen. You can be seated now. We're so glad to see you on this most holy time. This is called the High Holy Days of Israel. And I believe if as to whether the anointing is <clears throat> ripe for the picking, you know by now that it is, as they say. The anointing is very sweet and very heavy here this evening, and I deem that with the reasoning being not because it's you and I that's here in particular, but it's the fact that God is amongst us. So tonight I'm going to go through the, the Rosh Hashanah, Tehruhah, uh, service that is being given by rabbis across the face of Uh, this earth, even this day. If you'll turn with me in Genesis, now there's two days of services that are actually conducted. Next year, probably we'll try to hold both of those days. I think that because of seeing that this service will ultimately be something that we won't be able to reproduce because the anointing of God and or the presence of God being one and the same will not be conducted exactly the same way Again, and maybe next year at this time it could be similar. I don't know. But I know this, that during those two days there's a number of scriptures that are given. Uh, I'm going to uh, briefly just tell you that in Genesis 21, and you could turn there if you want. Actually, we're going to start in Genesis 22. But they minister on the first day, the chapter 21 of uh, Genesis, which is talking about Sarah bringing forth her first child, talks about... Hagar, talks about Ishmael, talks about the way things were and the the way things should have been different maybe. But in the 22nd chapter, we're going to take up here, and of course this is where we find Abraham taking his son Isaac to be obedient to God to sacrifice him. So in chapter 22, in the first verse, it says, And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I uh, will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his ass, and took the two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offerings, and rose up, and went into the place of which God had told him. 
Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto the young men, Abide ye here with the ass that I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but there, there, where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide him a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And they came to the place which God had told him of, and Abraham built an altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither thou, do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast withheld, not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him for a burnt offering in the seed of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah-Jireh. As it is said in this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that the blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the shore, seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of, of his enemies." And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his, his young men, and they rose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after things, after things were... Make sure I get to go to the right links here. Uh, that's where I'm being, I'm sorry. The reason the ram's horn is used is because of what Abraham said or what it was said to, of Abraham here in the 13th verse. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and behold behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And that's the reason that the shofar is blown and the call of repentance brought to Israel and it's brought through this way. Turn with me to Numbers 29. This is also a great time of remembering about the ancestry of Israel and the great deeds in which they performed and the great things in which they did. Numbers 29, first verse. And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, ye shall have a holy convocation. Ye shall do no several work. It is a day of blowing the trumpets unto the Lord, or unto you. And ye shall offer a burnt offering for a sweet savor unto the Lord, one young bullock, one ram, and seven lambs of the first year without blemish. And their meat offering shall be of four uh, flour mingled with oil, three-tenths deals of bullock, and two-tenths deals for a ram, and one-tenth deal for one lamb throughout the seven lambs, and one kid of goats for, one, uh, for a sin offering to make an atonement for you, beside the burnt offering of the month, and the meat offering, and the daily burnt offering, and the meat offering, and the drink offerings, according unto the manner for a sweet savor, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord. 
For we know without a doubt that our sin offering is the Lord Yeshua and His coming and His being obedient unto the stake or the cross or the tree, however you want to deem that, was exactly what now binds, confirms, and makes us who we are in Yahweh as children of God. So uh, as we begin to see that this was set as law unto all of Israel and, and actually we're just participating in exactly what was being said there even in the book of Numbers. Let's go to uh, 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel. And here too, one of, these, uh, one, of these is read, one of these is read on one day and then the other is read on another day. Actually, most of the services are take, take place are morning services. But because of our situation, as I said, because we're, we are not in, within a community of ourselves, meaning that we're not uh, uh, just within walking distance of the synagogue, makes all the difference in the world as to how we have to uh, contain ourselves within this. But uh, as I said, maybe next year things can be different. I, I'm going to choose this evening to use First Samuel in the second chapter. And... Uh, the first, the first, uh, the first chapter, of course, is is how uh, how Hannah began to cry out to the Lord, and how the Lord God heard Hannah, and how the Lord God answered her prayer and gave her a son, Eli. Uh, I'm sorry, Samuel, who became one of the greatest prophets that ever walked the face of this earth. The reason that this is used is to show us that there is hope, even when there seems to be no hope, even as there was with Sarah when she was not able to bear children at a, at a young age, and yet at an old age she did bring forth uh, her firstborn. Now, in the second chapter, in the first verse, as it goes on about Hannah, And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord. Mine horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies, because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God." Talk no more, uh, talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by Him actions are weighed. The the bows of the mighty men are broken, and they are stumbled and and girded with strength. They that were full with hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased, so that the barren hath bore seven, and she that hath many children is waxed feeble. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among the princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will keep, his, keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall be thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth and shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Amen and amen. Now if you will look in Jeremiah 31 with me. And at the time, at the same time, saith the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus saith the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness, even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest. 
The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Again I will build thee, and, shall, and thou shalt be built. O virgin of Israel, thou shalt again be adorned with thy tabrets, and shalt go forth in the dances of them that make merry. Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall eat them as common, as common things. For there shall be a day that the watchmen upon Mount Ephraim shall cry, Arise ye, and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. For thus shall the Lord sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations, Publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save thy people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country, and gather them from the coast of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame, the woman with child, and her that travaileth with child together, a great company shall return thither. They shall come with weeping, and with supplication will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in the straight way, wherein they shall not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word, O Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar of off, and say that the scattered Israel will gather him, and, and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow together in the goodness of the Lord for wheat and for wine and for oil and for the young of the flock and of the herd. And their souls shall be as the water garden and they shall not sorrow any more at all. They shall, then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy, and comfort them, and make them rejoice from their sorrow. I will, I will satiate the soul of the priests and the fatness, and people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamination and bitter weeping. Rahal, weeping for her children, uh, refused to comfort her for her children, because they were not. Thus saith the Lord, Refrain thy voice from weeping, and thine eyes from tearing. For the work shall be rewarded, re rewarded, saith the Lord, and they shall come again from the land of the enemy. And there is hope in thine end, saith the Lord, that thy children shall come again that their own border. I have surely heard Ephraim bemoaning himself thus. Thou hast chastened me, and I was chastened as a bullock, un unaccustomed to the yoke. Turn thou me, and I shall turn, for thou art the Lord my God. Surely after that I was turned, I repented, and after that I was instructed, I smote upon my thigh, I was ashamed, yea, even confounded, because I did bear the reproach of my youth. And isn't it something that these verses are read time and time again on this time that we call Rosh Hashanah? And yet it, per it pertains to the very same thing that we have studied and the same thing that we have proclaimed ourselves as being that of Ephraim. And yet the Lord God for centuries and centuries has had this 31st chapter of Jeremiah read unto all of Israel. So the hope of God is upon us. The hope of God is upon all of Israel. The hope of God is upon him gathering together the outcast of Israel. And we this night do deem it that possibility to be truth because we stand and will be judged as to that which we have proclaimed as him being the Lord God, Yahweh, as him being the God that did call us, and the him being the God that did call us from the spirit world 
through the supernatural and making us come and begin to smote our thigh and repent and say, Lord, Lord, we will walk before thee in holiness and righteousness. I thank God that he has brought us to this time. I thank God that this time is a refreshing time, a time that we truly can begin to look in the inner side of ourselves, our inner man, and begin to decide what we like and what we don't like. We're going to have another moment here that we're going to spend before the Lord. Now that we have repented for the things that we believe that we needed to repent, to repent for, now we need to look on the inside of ourselves at the things within our very selves that we know are not pleasing to God. Maybe it is a quick tongue. Maybe it's a quick temper. Maybe it's, maybe it's not having the, the ability to be able to rein your, your tongue when you maybe don't need to be speaking. And maybe, again, that's, I know that's a quick tongue, but there, there is a difference. I've been able to understand. Maybe some of us are at a place where we know that the thoughts that we're having, sometimes one to another toward a brother or sister, just isn't right. These things we need to look on the inward and look inward toward ourselves to be able to decide and to understand. So we're going to take just a few minutes of, of our time this evening, and we're going to look on the inside. And I, I, I pray that each of you will take this time, and we're not going to, to lie prostrate in the floor in the altars. I just want you to just take a moment and to uh, bow your heads. Uh, if you're wearing your tallits, cover your heads and, and, and just begin to search in the inside of our own hearts. And let's, let's ask the Lord God to reveal to us, to reveal to us about us the things that he would have us to change in this coming year that's in us, that are brash maybe, maybe things that are, maybe we're heady and high-minded in some areas. Father, have your way. Take charge with the Rahal Kodesh. And Father, deal with our hearts in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. <laughs> The Lord's instructed me, everyone, stand to your feet and stretch your hands to heaven. Begin to pray and in that language, it's only to God. And let the Lord God surround you with His love, put His arms around you. Oh, <laughs> 
Holy, holy is our God. Oleman, Oleman da Rabakulian, Oleman da Rabakulia Sotiriaman Driki, Erokoshat da Rabakashimakun, Erumbra Mahasiki, Erombakandir Makuli, Erombakandir Bakuli Bakashandir Makuli, Erorea Sodara Makashandir Maki, Erokuli Raba, Erokuli Rabakashandir Makuli Andri, Holy, 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 Erokoshandir Maki Sisi Bedeyan, Erokoshandir Makuli Bakahai, Erokundir Mandir 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 Mandri, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed is thy holy name. Blessed is thy holy name. Blessed is thy holy name. Thou art the Lord our God. Thou art the Lord our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thou art the Lord our God. Blessed is thy kingdom forevermore. Blessed is thy kingdom. Blessed is thy kingdom. Blessed is thy kingdom forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Blessed is his holy name. Blessed is his holy name. Adonai Vishmareka, Yair Adonai Panav Ilefa Vyuneka. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Father, we thank you for this opportunity that in some way our lives have been changed will never be the same. For we have entered in and we have worshipped you and we have praised you and we have read your word. And the shofar horn has called us, called us away from the world unto our God. And we have received it. And we deem it an honor. We deem it a privilege. And we deem it our duty that we would keep Torah. And we would keep the commandments. Father, we thank Thee. And we praise Thee. Give the Lord just a few minutes with your heads bowed and your eyes closed. Let Him move. There's a great, great sense of anticipation. And there's a beautiful anointing. He's here. My Lord and my God, I can feel His presence.
reach out to him. He knows every hurt. He knows every pain. He knows every need that's in this room. This is a time of our visitation. Let the Lord God turn loose. Turn loose. Turn loose. And love Him with all of your heart. See if He's not the Lord our God. The Holy One of Israel. Baruch Shem Atanai. Baruch Shem Atanai. Blessed is the Lord. Baruch Shem Atanai. Blessed is the Lord. Baruch Haba Shem Atanai. Blessed are those that come in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the Lord. Baruch HaShem Adonai. Oh, Baruch HaShem Adonai. Oh, Baruch HaShem Adonai. Oh, Baruch HaShem Adonai. Oh, Baruch HaShem Oh, Bring me the offering plates. Akabakun Shimani under the Baha Shatarbakushimani under the Bakisin, the Kaha Shataramakurium, the Korea Sotia Shin Dirimian, Ekohai Shi, Amani under the Rea Sotia Shimakan. Father, bless this that we're about to receive. Holy name of thy son, Yeshua. And let those who be given to be blessed. We're going to close tonight this portion of the service. As you come and put your money into this plate, as you're giving, as unto the Lord our God, the Lord has instructed me, you come from this side and come around, and I want to lay hands on each of you. The oil that I poured upon you the seal and bond us together. That the love of the Lord our God will run one from another in this organization. That we will love each other. That we will not commit, we will not commit sin against each other by speaking ill one toward another. But we shall uphold and we shall love. Thus is the power of the anointing. Thus is the power of the organization. This is the power of God. Come. We come off this side and come and go right up the aisle. We're going to do kind of backwards from what we did before. I want to lay hands on you. Go shabakote da bakushi mama
نشو بکاتر مکیشو ایکوشی با بکاتر مکوشی بده نشو بکاتر مکوشی با کوته دبا ایکوشی با کوته دم ها نکاشات نمکوشی سی با کوری ماندرا مکیش هکاها ایکاشا مکیرا دبا نشو بکوشا بکاتر دبا ایرو کوته دبا نشیم بکاتا بکیشی نکوسا بکاتر دبا رکیشی بکاتر مکوشی بالا اندرا مکیشی دی بکوشی دبا کاشی دی نکوسات دبا کوشی سی بابا نکاری اندرا مکوشی بدی دی روزی اشیا بکاتی هم نشودی اشودی دم کاشی نکاری اندرا مکی رکوشا بکسا بکوچی نماندرا نکوسات بکیش آورا دبا کاشی دی نکوسی بکیش دی دی نشود دبا نشیب بکوچی دم هاشی نه نه اندرا مکوله کوشی دبا هاشی نشاخا نکوله نشاتارا نیروکیلا مکاشیلا بکودی دی دی نکوشی بکاشیلی آکاشی بکوترما برکوشی مکاهش نکوشاتارا کیرا کوشی دبا نکیشا بکیرا باکاشی نیساندرا بکوشی بکاتارا رکاشا رکاشاتارما بکوشی بکاتارما کیشود باکاشیلی بکشیلی نکاشاتارا بکیش نریوسوتارا با نشاتارا بکوشیلی نریوکودی دبا نیشا بکاشا کیرا رو کروکورما نیشا نکوله و کاشی بکوتی دماسی نکاشاتر بکوشی بارم نکروکار بکشونم نکاساتر بکی رکوشی ماندارم نشوتر بکشاتر بکوشی سیبکا نکالارا نکوشی بکی نکاشی بکین رم بکوله بکاهیهیشی ماندارم نکاهیوکوری را بکوشیم نکاشکتر بکا نیروم بکیرد باری آسوتر بکی شوتر بکوشی سی نکوشی بکوتر بکان رمها شکلی آمده که با کاشیم برکندن ما بروکوره دبا بروکا نیکیشا برومی آساتراکا میکاشیتی بوسوره دبا کین آشکانا مکوس رکیشتیها براندراکا بکیشتی کینا هکو شکت را بکوشی هکو تر بکوشی سی بکین ریما هاشی کیره بروسیا بسی آندراها آشکاها اون راهان کند را بکیره او سی کاشین و خطی بروسین ای که شبکی ها مکوله بروسی منداره بکوشه داره بکیشو داره مکیشو اکاته داره بکوشی بکوتی داره مخصوطی داره مشانده داره بکوشه هم بکاته داره نشو بکون رمکی هم بکوشه داره بروسو کتره بکوشی منام مکیشو داره نکوشه داره بکوشی نکوشه رام بکاشی داره مکوری اصول داره من آشکاه کلا و کوسریاند آدیان برای سوکیشتی دماغه. آب کوشی را بها، آب کوشی با بکاتر مخسرم کرد، آب کوشی ما مکاتر با. ترها، ترها، ترها. The time of repentance. Oh, I feel good inside. I really feel good. I, I hope and I pray that everybody in this room can, it feels as free as I feel inside of my spirit, man. I pray that you do. And if you don't, seek out. And, 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 and this, this, this anointing will linger. This anointing will linger, and you can take it home with you tonight. And take it into your prayer closets and let the Lord our God minister to you just as he's ministering to you here. This is my prayer and this is my hope for every one of you because this I have 
every day, numbers of times a day. And I want this so much for you. And this is my prayer for you. That you can enter into the presence of the Lord our God and Him honor that and Him visit you. Father, as we have come before you and as you have visited us, we're thankful that we found the living God. There's so many that's wandering around in a wilderness of darkness. So many that are wandering around in a world and know not who you really are. Lord, I thank you that my eyes can see and my ears can hear. I thank you for these that you have given to me that can hear and can see. Father, let us proclaim in our hearts that this year will be a good year for the Lord our God, for the furtherment of your kingdom on the face of this earth, that we shall be laborers together and we shall labor and not faint, and we shall bring forth your kingdom to the best of our ability in this, this year. 57, 59. And we do glorify you and we do praise you. And everybody said amen. amen. Put your hands together and glorify the Lord. Adonai Vishmareka, Yair Adonai Panal Vilefa Vyuneka. Teruha, all one and the same. And, and you know, by having this opportunity, and you look back in your lives, and let's look back tonight, each of us that are here, and let's look back. Didn't even know what the name Teruha. And here we are tonight. And here we are, standing this day, doing exactly what all of Israel is doing. We have come to repent to the Holy One of Israel. We have come knowing that this is a time of visitation. This is a time when all the great prophets of Israel was visited by God. This is a time when Israel herself has been delivered. This is a time when God delivered Israel. This is a time when the Lord God brings forth deliverance to his people. This is a time that they believe Mashiach, which is Messiah Yeshua, will come to this earth. We know it's his second coming. They believe it's his first. But they will learn in days to come. You are in a unique group. You and I belong to what we thought was called the Gentile church. And now quickly with probably three to four million other 
Messianic Jews in the United States is beginning to realize that we're part of what's called Ephraim, part of what's called the house of Joseph, that which, bless God, is called the house of Israel. We are part of that, of those ten lost tribes. And we're here tonight to take what rightfully is given to us. Tomorrow I will teach to you, I, I, I forget what I named it, the golden calf worship, and it all ties itself to what we're doing here. It's how it is that God moves and what God does in our lives. What happens tonight and in these ten awesome days that they're called that will end on Yom Kippur, which is the final day of repentance, the final day of which God calls us and commands us to come before Him. And so we will gather ourselves, because this is the time. It, with Israel, if we were, if we were living where, where Stephen and I were staying when I was in Jerusalem, you're in walking distance of the synagogues. And so you walk to the synagogue, and therefore you don't miss any service, and you go in the morning, and you go back in the afternoon. But because we travel so many miles, I'm certain that the Lord God knows our hearts. Turn with me in the book of Psalms, if you will. Psalms 118, and we'll start there this evening. I'm so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to be part of you. I'm so thankful that you're part of us. Psalms 118. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, because His mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. Say his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All nations compassed about me. But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They compassed me about. Yea, they compassed me about. But in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They compass me about like bees. They are quenched as the fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord help me. The Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. The voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacles of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord doth valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord doth valiantly. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over into death. Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go unto them and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord unto which the righteous shall enter. I will praise thee for thou hast heard me and art become my salvation. The stone which the builders refused has become the head stone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Blessed 
be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which hath showed his light, blind, blind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. And all said, Amen. David knew God. David's heart was after that of God himself. But I thought it was particularly moving to me to know that David knew two things, that God's mercies endureth forevermore. David knew something else, that God would send prosperity. And I'm here to tell you tonight that God wants us to prosper. All of Israel, this night, believes that the repenting that they have done, that we have done here in this room, will set them in array with the Lord God Yahweh, and He will give unto them a prosperous year. They believe that. And, you, and, and that's the reason that all around the face of this earth, there is not a Jew unless he is unable to, to attend by some physical or mental means will not be in a synagogue somewhere. Because this is it. It's sort of like Christmas with Christianity, you know, or Easter with Christianity. There's just a couple times it seems to be important to get to church. But I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, that the Lord God is blessing because that's what He's always done. As I read to you, it, it happened to be that, bless God, that God brought forth. The Jews believe that this is the day in which the world was created. And they can't be moved from this. They believe that this is the day that the law was given on Mount Sinai. Can't be moved from this. They believe that this is the day that bless God that God will deliver Israel. They believe that this is the day when the king will come forth and be coronated when he comes back to this earth as Messiah. Again, they believe at this point that he is still coming for the first time. But that will change. It will change. As I said, the, the, the chief rabbis of Israel, I believe for a fact, know that Yeshua is Messiah. I believe that their comment is saying to me that, well, if, if, if he's not the Messiah, there's never been another man that's ever walked the face of this earth that complied to the Scriptures as this man complied. You can't put him in the same category with, with, uh, with the, the other gods of, of uh, Mohammed and, 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 bless God, the gods of, of Hindu. You can't put him in those categories because he's the king of all kings and he's the Lord of all lords. He is deservant of our praises and David said in his mercies endureth forevermore. Isn't it wonderful that we serve a God that will forgive sin? Isn't it wonderful that we serve a God that will deliver us, will heal us, will bring us forth and prosper us on the face of this earth? And God said that if you will keep my commandments, the Lord Yeshua himself said, if you love me, keep my commandments. He also said that I didn't come to destroy the law, but I come to fulfill it. And we found through study that Paul wasn't against the law. Paul kept the law. We found out that everything that God... You see, the searching 
You can see that this time of which God has brought forth on this earth is a time that is just like the old prophets wrote about, what we're studying the old prophets had prophesied to say, that God is bringing back, back the outcasts of Israel. And I say over and over again that Judah has never been lost. Judah has always known. They knew, Judah knew that they were in, in, in Germany and they were in Europe and all the six million of them that was killed, they knew. But it was the ten tribes, the northern kingdom, the kingdom of Jeroboam. It was those ten tribes that were lost. But they're coming back again. They're coming back. Go with me, if you will, to 1 Samuel, the second chapter. 1 Samuel, the second chapter. It's exciting to stand before God. It's exciting to see what God is doing, even in this day, in this hour. 2 Samuel, I mean 1 Samuel, I'm sorry, it's second, first, I'll get it in a minute, 2nd chapter of 1 Samuel, first verse. Now, of course, this is about a handmaiden named Hannah that was childless. And she swore before the prophet Eli that if, in fact, she could bear a child, a son, that that son would be brought to the house of the Lord and would serve in the house of the Lord all his days. And the Lord God provided it. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. It's quite a statement, isn't it? Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and they that, that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased. So that the barren hath bore seven, and she that hath many children is waxed feeble. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. And if you don't have that underlined in your Bibles, you need to underline it. The Lord maketh poor and the Lord maketh rich. He bringeth low and he lifteth up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggared from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of his saints and the wicked shall be silent in darkness for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken into pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto the king, his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. What is she saying here is the fact that don't worry about what your ethnic numbers are. Don't be concerned about whether you're poor. Don't be concerned about whether you're sick. God will raise you up. She's saying that she now has seen a God come and bring salvation to her and give her a child when there was no child to be given. She understood. She understood miracles. 
And she has given hope to Israel, and she's saying to Israel that, that the Lord God, notice she said the Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. It's God that does it. Whether we live or we die, we belong to who? We belong to the Lord. Let's go to Jeremiah 31. Now, we have, uh, we have studied a lot in Jeremiah 31, mostly probably uh, from, oh, I don't know, 15 on through, uh, because we're very interested in Ephraim. We're very, very interested in the fact of who Jeroboam was. We're very interested in who the house of Joseph is. And we're very interested to know what the house of Israel is all about. Now, for those of you that haven't studied, and, and, and it, it makes so much difference when you read the, the Scripture, the Tanakh especially, the Old Testament. If you haven't understood, then your reading will come more alive by the Rahakodesh, the Holy Ghost, than ever before when you begin to understand, when you read in these Holy Scriptures, who God is really talking about. When God is talking about Israel, God is talking about the, the northern kingdoms after they have been separated after Solomon's days. So he talks about Judah. He's talking about the southern kingdom, with, which Rehoboam happened to be king over. Uh, uh, and it's kind of uh, neat to, uh, to be able to distinguish that because when you begin to read it like that, then it becomes, it becomes alive to you and you begin to realize, well, hey, that must be here and that must be there. And it'll help uh, straighten a lot of things out. Believe you me, I think the biggest thing that, that I seemingly always had wonderment about was how could you separate Israel and the church? And I'd go sit at the feet of theologians and listen to them uh, begin to teach in areas, and they'd say, now, from this point on, we're talking about the church. Or from this point on, we're talking about Israel, so don't try to connect the church to Israel. And I kept reading back in the Old Testament... I kept reading in there the fact that whether you were a, a Jew by blood or a Jew by faith, you were a Jew. If you're grafted in, you're a Jew. Didn't Paul say we were grafted in? Well, we're Jews. 31, first verse. At the same time, saith the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus saith the Lord, the people which were left of the sword found grace in the wilderness, even Israel when I went to cause him to rest. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love, therefore with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Again I will build thee, and thou shalt be built, O virgin of Israel. Thou shalt again be adorned with thy tabrets, and shalt go forth in the dances of them that make merry. By the way, these scriptures that I'm giving you tonight are traditionally for 3,000 years have been read and given to Israel. So these aren't something that I just happen to think, well, these would be nice to give. I think I mentioned that before, but I want you to be sure that you understand that. Fifth verse, Thou shalt yet plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall eat them as common things. And there shall be a day that the watchmen upon Mount Ephraim shall cry, Arise ye, and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. Now let me tell you prophetically, that is what is happening right now on the face of this earth. That God is saying to the ten lost tribes, which is Ephraim, see, he's saying, he's saying to the, mount, the watchmen upon the mount, on Mount Ephraim, 
going to arise. Who's supposed to arise? Ephraim, the lost, the lost ten tribes, the house of Joseph, house of Israel, Samaria. Rise, 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 and go up to the Zion and to the Lord our God. For thus saith the Lord, sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations, publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save thy people the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country, and gather them from the coast of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame, the woman with child, and her that travaileth with child together, a great company, shall return thither. They shall come with weeping, and with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of the waters in a straight way, wherein they shall not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Again, Israel here is the house of Israel, the northern kingdom, and Ephraim, of course, is the house of Ephraim, or the kingdom of Ephraim, or being the northern kingdom itself. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattered Israel will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob, and ransomed him from the hand of him that was stronger than he. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion, and shall flow together to the, the goodness of the Lord for wheat, and for wine, and for oil, and for the young of the flock, and for the herd. And their soul shall be as water garden, and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, both young men and old together. For I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them, and make them rejoice from their sorrow. And I will satiate the soul of the priests with fatness, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, saith the Lord. Now, that night, that, la- that 14th verse, that last verse that I read, that God is going to bring forth the anointing upon the priests, upon the ministers. He was going to bring that anointing again upon them. And they are going to do what? They are going to be able to, to minister by His Spirit. Now, I'm not, talking about, I'm not talking about Judah. I'm talking about Ephraim. I'm talking about the northern kingdom. Again, if you, if you look at this thing and, you, and you're able to follow the studies, and if you haven't, you need to go back, and it won't hurt at all to go back and study over and over. I know we've got a number of hours by now on tape, but it won't hurt at all to go back and study these things and begin to get them into your heart so that you can understand what is truly happening. Ephraim, again the house of Joseph, the house of Israel or Samaria, as is spoken of in the Bible, represents the northern kingdom when it was divided after Solomon's downfall and his death. It was divided. God prophesied and told Solomon that it would be divided. And the kingdom was divided. The, the, two, the two nations that stayed, the two tribes that stayed in Jerusalem was Judah and a little tribe of Benjamin, which actually Benjamin melded into and has been known no longer as Benjamin, but as Judah or as Jews. The Levites, the Levites of the priesthood stayed in Jerusalem. They stayed there because that mount of which Israel had taken, gave back, and will once again take, and will rebuild the temple. That place is sacred unto God. It's sacred. The Levites knew that, so they stayed. So therefore, the scenario that we have is that most of, because of what God put into the heart of man, and you have to remember, and please, keep it in your minds and in your hearts, 
that the new covenant was never given unto what we call the church or the Gentile church. The new covenant was given to Israel, plainly stated by God and, and by the prophets. And again in Jeremiah, it was, it's stated and it's also stated also by Paul himself that it was given unto Israel. That new covenant said that God would come out of the box and write his law. And what is his law? The matzvah, 613 matzvah, or 613 commandments that he would write then upon the heart of man. So the law was written upon the heart of all 12 of those tribes, of those kingdoms. And that's important that you understand that because the next statement that I make should make a lot more sense to you in your carnal mind if you can't get a hold of it with your spirit. That in fact, because that he wrote his law upon our hearts, those of us that have been scattered for all of these centuries, we had the law of God upon our hearts. That's the reason most of what we call the Gentile church wasn't Gentiles at all. They happened to have been of the house of Ephraim, the house of Joseph, the house of Israel called Samaria. And because the fact is that they had become that, or we have become that, when we come back into this thing, as God is saying, Arise, O Ephraim. Rise and let us go under the Mount of Zion, which is Jerusalem, the Temple Mount. Let us go. We are coming forth, but brothers and sisters, we are coming forth with the power of the Rahakodesh. We are coming forth with the anointing of God something that Israel hasn't known for 2,000 years. That's the reason the Scripture says that it will be the Gentiles. And we're known as what? Gentile. The word Gentile in Hebrew is even used, as I've shown you, when it talks about Ephraim. We are those people. And God is bringing... And isn't this something that, that they, for, for centuries... Have, have read this and didn't even know what they were saying. And you can relate that. It's okay to say, well, the God was saying to bring them from the north to the south, all this and bring back Israel. We're bringing back Judah. But no, no, let me tell you something. God brought back Judah. There, was, there, there, there is two, and we have studied that. There is two bringing backs, if you will. There's two bringing forth in Israel. There's Judah, which is already there from 1948. But let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, and I want you to write this down in your little books, and every time somebody starts this stuff, God can come tomorrow, I want you to tell them something. God is not coming back to the face of this earth until all the 12 tribes of Israel. The stick of Ephraim is placed in the hand of the stick of Judah, and they become one stick. And they flow together. They work together. And they love together. God's not coming back until that, until that comes. And then some. We have found that through studying, you know, tradition of man is a dangerous thing, but the traditions of God is glorious. And you come tomorrow morning and we're going to talk about how it is that 
that the northern kingdom thought that Torah was a strange thing. The Torah is a glorious thing. People are afraid of the Torah. Churches are afraid of Torah. Why? We're going to see. We're going to study that tomorrow. You come. Hebrew. Lashon Tavo Tikaviv. Which just simply means, may you be blessed and sealed for a good year and a good life immediately. Immediately. Right now. This very eve of Shabbat. The only festival that falls at new moon and Shabbat at the same time. The only festival. You think God planned it that way? It's all in the book. We read it tonight, didn't we? We want to now let you enjoy with us. We're going to take Kaddish. This will be Kaddish. I will pray over the, the wine. I'll pray over the, the kala, the bread. The bread tonight's not twisted. It's made, made of that of a moon shape because that was the tradition of which Israel has done for centuries. But when you come forth tonight, you're going to find that there's apples that is to be dipped in the honey and then eaten. You're going to find that there is kala, the bread, that you dip in the honey, and then you take another piece and dip it into the wine and partake of the Kaddish in that way with us this evening. If you'll stand with me, please. Hey, thank you again so much. That's Prophet Tom Deckard, Mount Carmel, Illinois, Cradle of Hope Ministries. Again, you can get more information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. Get out there, do yourself a favor, find out what's going on here, and you won't be disappointed. So, again, you can also get more. All the tape series is out there on the website for you to get a hold of. I greatly encourage you to get all that. You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com, and we'll be praying for your prayer request. Again, that's cradle at jewishprophet.com. Shalom. Until next week, remember, with God, all things are possible. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.